1: Oh, it's not as fruity. And this is fresh gossip. 39 minutes ago via E! News. Phoenix Baron Hilton Room. That's your man. Phoenix? Name. Wow.
2: That's very normal. Very normal, Paris. Oh, yeah. I wish I said it on the pod a few weeks ago. My friend Aaron told me that uh, Leona Lewis's baby is called Carmel.
1: <laughs> it's like she did that on purpose. Carmel. Ah, uh, how are you, Carmel? <laughs> so <good. laughs> You see, Carmel?
2: Welcome, hello. It is 30, 30 and Perishing with the super sublime, silky, sleek hairs. Wow, it's <laughs> like a fountain in front of me. It's Sophie Lyons. And me. Less chic, more grease. Don't say that. (laughs) I
1: just washed my hair today.
2: Ooh, you got a fresh... After
1: a long run,
2: yeah. Head of hair. Fantastic grug on your noggin there. 30, 30 30, perishing is what the girlies, the gays and the days are talking about. Every week we are (laughs) now serving, serving brunch table chats. It's for basically anyone who likes to go to brunch and have a bit of a goss and a sit down and a latte and some eggs, Benny. And a and, and just chin waggy. It, it's one of those ones where, you know, when the waiter comes to take your order and you haven't even looked at the menu. You're, oh, I don't even know, sorry. Yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. And he's come back for like the third time. And you're like, excuse me, I have shit to talk about.
1: And then you actually have to be like, that's just choose before they come back.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then it's like that awkward silence where people are like frantically reading the menu and you're not really taking it in because you're just so excited to chat.
1: That's what we're doing. Yes,
2: here we are on a Tuesday, <laughs> and it's topical, topical, topical. We are very hot off the press, and um, serving hot brunches, dogs, <laughs> hot dogs, hot dogs. <laughs> okay, let's kick things off like we do every week. What we're loving and hating, adoring and testing. So, what are you <laughs> loving or hating?
1: i've gone with a jador again let's keep the positive energy ladies mine came to me on sunday there was i don't know if you were out and about on sunday there was a scent in the air
0: there was sun
1: in the sky there was a spring in my step and (laughs) i was like spring is coming slash here
2: Mm-hmm. it really is I leave work at 6 ish and there's like still like a sliver of the sunset left
1: yeah 6 o'clock it's pretty nice. it's a gift yeah like we were walking around and I was like god it's beautiful like it was <laughs> I was just looking around it was so nice Mm. and then I can just smell summer coming
2: and it's like I don't know what that smell is because is it just a smell of like now like the ground just like heating up a little bit because you know there's a it's like a dry smell or something it's very exciting
1: it's no there's yeah there's no damp
2: yes yes and it was
1: sunny mm. everyone's in a good mood and I was just like oh this is living this is living
2: (laughs) And like we kind of do get six months of good good weather, six months bad, so it's pretty good. Sometimes yeah,
1: autumn's fine. I didn't actually think this winter dragged on as much as usual either. I mm, think yeah. it went kind of quickly. But what I also love about spring is confectionery wise, all the Easter treats are in the shops.
2: Oh wow! I've seen some mad ones this year.
1: Every like egg shaped chocolate I can think of. I just I love seeing like the new ones. Mm. There's some that you like can't. You have to go to special shops to get <laughs> anything like Easter treats, mini Easter treats on my jam.
2: I love like the Easter aisle in supermarkets. It's very good. You get to see what all the brands I don't even are I like producing. an
1: Easter egg. Yeah. Love mm. a mini chalk.
2: Yes. I love the Kinder Easter eggs the best.
1: We went to Rome actually this time last year and they had like the
2: Kinder selection they had there was stupid new and you find a new product. Oh. But the thing with the kinder egg Easter eggs is it's quite light. It's so you can so eat the light. whole one and you get a huge toy. I know. <laughs> it's amazing. Winner takes all. <laughs> winner takes it all. Oh. Um.
1: So that's my short and sweet. Um. J'adore, what is your J'adore or J'test?
2: I have a J'adore this week and it is I am just loving my book. I'm reading oh. I'm staying up till one AM every night. I'm like running very well late. like wogging to the train so I can read it. I just cannot put it down. I I'm reading um I think I said it last week, Elizabeth Day's Magpie. And I think oh, it was yeah. the book of the summer last summer or the summer before. I I'm a bit late to the party. But Jess gave it to me over Christmas and I just needed a book to kind of get me back into reading. Because when I was in Dublin, I was in a a book club and I miss it so much. They recently just did Harry's book spare and it just the FOMO was just really real. It's a great magpie It's a really, really good book book club book. And I think rumour has it, a girl from work was telling me that they bought the rights to it. Somebody has so it'll be made done visually, but it's just one of those books. It's like, you can't put it down. And it, it started off really like very strange. And I was a bit like, is this a bit crap? This concept is so out there. And now I'm like living, breathing, you know, and you're like brushing your teeth at night and I'm just thinking about it when I'm zoning it's out like in me meetings. with a
1: murder mystery.
2: Yes. When I'm in like meetings, I'm just staring at them, but just thinking about the intricacies of the plot. I Just love it. How I- long do you've left? Only like 50 pages, maybe 40, 30. I don't know. I'm reading it with such ferocity. Oh, I just love because I am not a reader, I really am. And I just love when a book grips you that you're like, you're really into it. And then I just feel so distinguished reading because it's it's such a rarity. Very
1: eloquent, very on the book, on the tube. Yeah, Yeah. I do.
2: And I used to always like say, be watching Netflix on the tube and then like looking at the book people being like, God, you're classy.
1: <laughs> They're kind of all from Hampstead in my head.
2: I know. And now I'm just like a faux Hampstead person. I'm not, It's not like I'm re- reading like War and Peace or whatever, but still. Who cares? A book's a book. Book's a book. And I'm just back in my reading books. I love it. I can't wait to be like that wanker. who's like, oh, it's actually quite different to the TV production. is quite different to the book. And um, I know the storyline. I can't wait to be on this.
1: I didn't like the way they adapted that character.
2: Yeah, she was just so different in my imagination.
1: She wasn't like that in the book.
2: Yeah. I've just got a, a thirst for reading and I'm loving it. And it just. Oh my God, a thirst
1: for knowledge. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's great. So Spice. I would re- recommend it a thousand times.
1: I must, I've heard of it. I need to look into the story. But speaking of reviews of material that you think are great or terrible in this case. Yes. Our subject last week, you brought up Ashton Kutcher and Oh yeah. Reese Witherspoon in your place or mine. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'll give it a go. And I was kind of like half an hour in and I was like, hmm, okay. And then I went to an hour and I was like, Okay, and then the further it went, the more I was like, Clara's insane. Why? Insanely right? No, insanely wrong. That movie's great. What? Clara, no, you, that movie was really, like, a really nice, soft film. <laughs> no, it's not. It's terrible. I was like, oh yeah, this is going to be terrible and I'll, I'll be able to chat to Clara. I loved it.
2: <laughs> Maybe I just, like, threw your um, expectations on the floor and the only way that I well I did fall asleep for forty five minutes of it so but no I thought it I was mean terrible. potentially
1: you didn't get the, you didn't get drenched in the whole atmosphere then if you fell asleep
2: no because I woke up at the at the resolution bit and it was like they and they just talked about everything that had happened it was like this is so predictable but they didn't However, have any chemistry
1: but they actually don't act in it together they only
2: have like two scenes together because the director. Obviously figured that out, maybe. And was like, you guys don't have any chemistry. Let's put you on either side of America. I think a lot of people will agree with me. Wow. Okay, well.
1: However, it is, I understand what you mean. Like it's terribly good.
2: No, I would just say it's terrible.
1: (laughs) She has another movie called Home Again. That's the same genre that I would highly recommend you watch. Okay. If you are in a heap on a Sunday, if you watch that movie, it's like a warm embrace. Good to it's know. It's so good.
2: I feel like whoever Ashton Kutcher's agent is, it's like, okay, I've done a rom-com with most of the leading ladies in Hollywood. Who is next? Reese Witherspoon. She will do. Okay, insert here.
1: It was by her
2: production company, though, wasn't it? It was. I would really wonder why, though, Ashton Kutcher... Has come back to movies. He hasn't, because he makes so much money off. Um, he's invested quite cleverly in many things and bonds and oh. websites <laughs> and uh, well, the hedge funds. And like what? He has enough money. He has. He's a very wealthy man. I th- he's one of that the ones. That actually he- leads
1: us excellently into the topic. <laughs> okay, <yeah.
2: laughs> no, finish your thoughts. Finish your thoughts. No he just didn't need to act at all and everyone was like this is his big comeback and it's like a wet mop which is slowly slapping you in the face and it's dirty and it's been on the floor and you just have to stand there and wait till it finishes. That's what that movie felt like to me. I really liked it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'd like anyone listening to watch it and or have seen it and send.
2: Yes, at us if, and tell
1: say, us. Say, are you with me or are you with Clara?
2: Yeah, team Clara or team a Sophie. Pole. Yeah, pro or con, let us know. I'm not
1: saying it's excellent filmmaking. I'm saying it was a great hug of a film.
2: Okay, and I'm saying, I think it's one of those ones, you know, when you're hung over and you kind of need to like watch something a bit shit to shout at the telly to make you feel better about what you did the night before.
1: I'm more like it's so corny and like, ugh.
2: Like cozy almost.
1: So cozy.
2: I wish I got that out of it because that's what I wanted.
1: I can imagine you just sort of there, angry, screaming
2: at it. I was actually angrily sleeping. <laughs> 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 I was lying down, like, oh, this is so. Snoring shit. with like a grunt. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <sighs> like a growl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Um, but we didn't even mean to do this. But you obviously know my loose topic for this week. But you saying Ashton Kutcher doesn't need any more money. Like, why did he get back to acting? Mm. And you know, it kind of begs the question: Don't they have enough?
2: Don't yeah.
1: Which is my overarching concept this week, mm-hmm. which has been the catalyst for my overarching concept umbrella term of spawn con and spawn con affairs.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. rebel wilson got engaged a few days ago i saw it somewhere and then i was like is that a sponsored?" and then i clicked in and went into her instagram Mm -hmm. and then i i looked at the instagram and i was like is that picture of her in front of like the disneyland castle with her partner you know sort of ring paw out and flowers they look delighted and then i was like is that and the, the caption is, we said yes. Thank you at Tiffany & Co for the stunning ring and to Baba Iger and the incredible team at Disneyland at Disneyland weddings for pulling off this magical surprise. Well, mm. this woman had a sponsored engagement. And uh, <laughs> what? This, she is a multi-millionaire. She's just launched a new dating app. She's in countless films, she's a producer on loads of them.
2: She she has she, her own clothing line.
1: She's everywhere. So it's an estimated 100k ring That's 2.5 carats. There's nothing to say it's sponsored or anything like that in the caption. But she's since done like stories being like a few days before like with the ring being like at Tiffany & Co. This would not be a free transaction between consumer and company. She's had a sponsored engagement. I almost exploded looking at it.
2: I just think, is there anything sacred. sacred? Thank you. Oh, my God, cute. But is there actually anything sacred? Like, I just think nobody wants to be sold to. And as people in the digital age, I feel like our generation and everyone who, who consumes things online are so highly aware of ads and trying to avoid them. So I think when celebrities try start infiltrating your social feeds with ads and then almost using their life events as... It's the life events that bothers me. As as like media sales opportunities. So they're going, oh, I've got an engagement coming up. Let's get Tiffany on board. Let's uh, show off how great Disney weddings are so you can get married at Disney. Or it just, it, it really reeks of money grabbing.
1: It's just barf. Like, do you not have enough. Can you not keep your engagement to yourself? Yeah. And like, it just come kind of,
2: on. But then it goes, did you have to figure out like a business deal before oh, you well. did this? And then like Yeah, like whoever proposed to who? Did you know the proposal was happening?
1: This brings me very well into one of my case studies. Yeah. So there was an influencer or is an influencer called Fashion Am- Ambitionist. So I heard, read about this a few years ago, um, but I like Googled it earlier because I was like, I need to remember it properly. Mm-hmm. So her husband was in, was it Morgan Stanley or one of those? Yeah. Anyway, she, her engagement was a scavenger hunt orchestrated by the husband. And it took her on the scavenger hunt to eventually find the husband at the end of the scavenger hunt in Paris. And the whole thing was tracked on Instagram. So uh, people were like, "Oh my God!" And so she was she was kind of going through the scavenger humping being like, "Oh my God, what is this?" And then uh, and then it ended with him there in Paris, and he proposed to her. Then it turned out there there had been a deck sent around pre engagement soliciting sponsors and
2: advertisers for it. Sponsor my engagement.
1: But it—the whole story was when they said this. He was like, "That had nothing to do with her. She had no idea." Now I don't know if I believe that.
2: <laughs> no way.
1: What? There was a deck built and sent out to brands, being like, "This is an engagement a scavenger hunt. Would you like to be involved?"
0: Oh, that's the
1: that's the age we're living in.
2: Oh my god! There's and then I so, just thought, soulless about that.
1: That is so sick.
2: But also, though, like people cop on that brands are involved.
1: I don't think people are trying to hide that it's sponsored. But I think that like the fact that they think that it's normal that they have
2: and maybe with influencers, proposal. though, like you're used to them being associated with brands, maybe like less so for celebrities. But that is so disgusting. Because A the deck. Whole- A deck. <laughs> But the, whole thing about it, but the whole thing about a, a proposal is the element of surprise. So if you're going, oh, get on board, great deals now for my engagement, be part of my journey. Like, that oh my sick. God, I just found this
1: note from Tag and he's telling me to go here. And I've just found that, like,
2: what? That makes me so sad for humanity.
1: It makes me so, so depressed. And then I, another one came to mind because... It's just so ridiculous. Your one Malika from the Kardashians show. She did a sponsored post to reveal she was pregnant with clear blue. Stop. And then she did another one revealing the gender with bio oil. <laughs>
2: stop.
1: Can we just just lay off? Found out I was pregnant. Just give us all some room to breathe. Could you stop grabbing? And then I was like going into it being like, this is, these people are millionaires. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. But they must be getting
2: paid big money. But like, if I saw that, I would be like, stop downgrading the birth of your child to like a deal. And I get like, you know, money's money and you always want more money. But like, it's just with the life events.
1: But it's just so, it's so clear they're doing it. For money, and then when you put the life event into it, mm. like the birth of a child, you know, an engagement, those big special moments, and it's sponsored by someone.
2: Yeah, because I think though, like as a celebrity, right, you have a certain like life arch or like career arch as well. But your value goes up as soon as you have a kid, as soon as you get engaged, as soon as you get married, as soon as you get a kid, because these are like media opportunities for photo ops and who you get married to and what you'll call your baby and all that stuff. The Kardashians, their value like skyrockets. When when Courtney uh, started having her babies, you know, the value just goes up naturally because there's all this interest and there's new things to talk about for the press. Yeah. So it's just kind of icky then when, what are your reasonings behind having a baby? Is it so you can get these brand deals like chicken and the egg? What what, what begins first?
1: It's It's sick. And then I went into like a rabbit hole, and then I found this really depressing one. Go um, on. you know, uh, Kevin, the Jonas brother. Yeah. He had his first baby like I think maybe six or seven years ago. So that wasn't like that was still pretty early on in like spawn content. Mm-hmm. And there is this P and G detergent called Draft, and Draft was the corporate sponsor of his first baby. Oh. So his baby had a corporate sponsor pre-birth.
2: Oh, see, you have to, I know the the brands just want to make money or whatever. And like, you know, you have to find different ways to advertise. But
1: why? Equally, I'd be like thinking about it if I was thinking like, even just from like being not superstitious because I'm not superstitious, but like still a lot of things can happen between being pregnant and giving birth or post-birth. Yeah, I'd be absolutely petrified of like having anything announcing to millions of people like yeah. I have a baby on the And way. like Even money being on the line. Point of view, but like a security point of view and then just like a health point of view, like so many things can change. I would just yeah. I would be
2: so conscious of that as well. That's so true. That's so true. But apparently it doesn't that. mean
1: anything for a big fat paycheck.
2: No, money can kind of make that worry go away, I suppose.
1: But it's all like, it's all kind of like smoke and mirrors, like the way people are doing it now, where it's not necessarily formally like sponsored content or gifted or anything like that. And it's all like
2: the jargon they use. Look, maybe it's de- it depends on what country they post in or whatever. But like, look at, if you use the Rebel Wilson, for example, why isn't she writing ad or gifted on her
1: Because there's definitely like some small conditions and amendments in a contract and the way goods were swapped and services were swapped that she didn't have to do it.
2: Yeah, there must be something. I'd
1: say there's just contingencies that make it so minor that she doesn't have to write SP. Or it's like, well, she's
2: accredited them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I was on the receiving end, if my big proposal day happens and I found out my partner had incorporated three brands into the whole thing you'd feel a bit Had, icky it's like a billboard it's, not, a way, it's like, not an announcement yeah I'd be
1: like oh did you need to incorporate that into this
2: like, like there, yeah there was like a business meeting somebody probably brainstormed in some office there was somewhere. an Outlook calendar invite
1: <laughs> this deck I'm dying to see the deck of the scavenger hunt but then I was like looking and you know um, Courtney and Travis's wedding was all D&G yeah everything everyone wore dng the kids all the Mm. sisters everything was dng that it was at their like villa whatever you want to call it it was in the episodes they were getting all the fittings yeah yeah all the official fittings and all that kind of stuff and when the reps went and asked them they said no no like this wasn't sponsored we just hosted the nuptials that was their jargon
2: ah but that's essentially gifted so maybe this is the workload. Totally,
1: totally. But then apparently like the media worth they got from those few days of content was like 25 million plus.
2: Yeah. Like the footprint. Yeah. It's just people are getting really, they're just getting so clever.
1: But can we not just go back to the days of a Hello Magazine
2: wedding? Yeah, I know. Do you know, just, know just pure and so simple.
1: True. Hello Magazine did it. And yeah, you get a payout, but that's it.
2: Yeah, but you know what you're getting. I buy the magazine to find out the details. I am a willing consumer. Exclusive
1: details from the wedding planner. Mm, Yeah. David and Victoria, done. Cheryl and Ashley, done. All the greats. Yeah. (laughs) Can we not leave it at that?
2: Yeah. Say with Paris Hilton, she did something similar for her wedding, didn't she? Incorporating all these brands and, you know, a lot, even though she's a bajillionaire and she still did it. But now that she's had her baby... Nothing like you did you hear the lens she went to to hide this baby, and like she had to tell all her staff not to come into the house for three days that they were repainting so they could like go and have the baby the surrogate came back to the house, and then the workers in the house returned to find out that Paris had become a mother. Oh, the only people who knew were like immediate family there was n d a s everywhere, so it's like in the glass half full you could look at that and go, that's the price Paris won't pay for fame she will keep the baby sacred and especially given their fertility journey and all that stuff but on the glass half empty side you could go is she saving all of this for some kind of documentary or some way to monetize this baby by removing all the content from everywhere and like look she's announced the baby name today like you know she's got a book coming out soon and you just wonder like the strategies that people make
1: oh my god i hope that's not true i hope
2: it's not true but one can't help but wonder it's just like <laughs> enough, like just enough. Yeah. As I sip from my hashtag Le Creuset mug. <laughs> I'm have hashtag seven up free. Oh, oh, that was our two. I love seven up free. That's my drink. I always drink with you. Hashtag Like
1: what? It's just like a tax break for the wealthy. It's
2: just Bologna. Mm, it is. It's depressing. But then it also depressing. makes me, I think when I see a celeb do it, I'm like desperate. That is so desperate. It makes me not uh, like. Like
1: the D listers do it. I'm like, good on you.
2: Yeah, make (laughs) your coin.
1: I think it. It only bothers me when it's the mega ones doing it.
2: Yeah, because it's like you're rich enough anyway.
1: Let us have some of the pie. (laughs) (laughs) Like you know when like kind of like Love Island or I don't know Big Brother or one Mm. of those and they get this stupid deal and you're like, go on.
3: That's true. How would you like to look 5 years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking 5 years younger at 6 months after treatment.
1: Anyway, moving on from my irritation station. I'm dying to hear
2: about your topic. So one story that really struck struck me this week was just... I just love a bit of Naughty's drama. And Pink was being interviewed. She was, like, ranking all her music videos and all her songs. And she puts Lady Marmalade down at the bottom, straight down at number 12. And she goes, um... Oh, well... Her favourite
1: music videos?
2: mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. And it was the one for Lady Marmalade, uh, which is burnt into my memory i loved it so much amazing i always remembered like choosing who i wanted to be
1: and just like the different takes on Mm. it was was just like four different versions of sexy it was like being in different rooms at victoria's secret yeah (laughs) yeah there's like maya who's kind of a bit like coy Mm. and a little Kim, who's a little badass Mm -hmm. and pink's a bit kind of like boy like like tomboy boyfriend style
2: Mhm. and christina who's like the little girl with the ginormous wig and the big voice that wig <laughs> insane so yeah um she was kind of nudged on it and pink goes oh well kim and maya were nice and like leaves out christina and then goes into a little bit about the feud because this feud has been kind of it reminds me of the um JLO mariah feud a little bit in terms of like neither of, are, neither of them are acknowledging it but they're very uh, both pairs are very aware of the feud but they kind of no, no, no they kind of pat down the flames but they don't put it out so it's just one of these like narratives that follow these two women but Pink kind of divulged a bit more about what actually went on and she said that the director of like the whole project comes in and goes which one's the high part which one's the high part and They tell him and he goes, okay, we're giving that part to Christina. And Pink, being the vocal lady that she is, goes, hang on a minute. No, no, no. You can't just decide that. There's four of us in this project. Isn't that what this meeting is about? Who's getting what part? And anyway, it still went to Christina. And then on set, there was a few dicey moments. And I think the tension has been building and simmering since then. But dotted along the way has been in some interviews on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. And in one of them, Pink has said that Christina swung in a nightclub for Pink. And then in another one, Christina said that they've kissed. So this feud has been low-key bubbling away. And now people are saying, Pink, you need to get over this. This was like 20 years ago. But firstly, my first point is that the next logical step is they need to squash all this beef and release a song together because that would just be iconic. (sighs) And and then the next bit is I just love a good feud and I love when watching fights and I just want to get out the popcorn and have a front row seat.
1: I love when people are vocal, like people in the public are vocal about who they don't like. Mm. Because some people can be so tight-lipped.
2: I know. And taking the high road, and I don't like it.
1: Taking the high road or like, you know, just like James Corton is like, a, he's a known prick. Yeah. And it's like, no one really spoke about it until your man in Balthazar. Yeah, yeah. And then it lifted the lid on, he he was the whistleblower. Being like, <laughs> no, no, he's a prick.
2: He's and then it's like,
1: okay, so we can talk about it. Let's talk about the fact that... Mm. he's a
2: well-known prick we've like revealed the true revelation has happened of this man's character
1: there is something about it between girls though because I think like they did it with Brittany and Christina when they were like mm. 16
2: and like, them against each other
1: yeah and there's something about like when you're teenagers it's not but it's when women or men Mm. feud it's just delicious
2: yeah i think they're desperate i think the media is just desperate for women to be fighting because it uh, fits an old stereotype and an old rhetoric of oh like their careers or their work isn't important like they might be selling out arenas and stadiums but like everybody really cares about at this fight that went on 20 years ago um it's like
1: sex and city cast 100 100%. Sarah Jessica Parker was just like, we would go to press junkets and they'd say, are you guys spending time together over Christmas or have you gotten each other a Christmas present? And she was like, no one was asking the Sopranos guys. <laughs> yeah,
2: percent. like we're colleagues. It's
1: such a double standard, but it's so juicy. Like mm. that feud between Sarah Jessica and Kim Cattrall.
2: The best ones are the ones that evolve over time. So if you're following the case... A long-standing feud. Mm. you agree? Sarah Jessica Parker is so tight-lipped, but it's so contrasted by, by how much tea Kim Cattrall is spilling. And equally,
1: if you spill too much tea, even though it is, it could be the truth, it makes you look like you're just kind of jibber-jabbering.
2: Mm. Yeah.
1: There's like a fine line between like, look, I'll tell you what's going on. Because yeah. then, do you remember she answered on Instagram... Her brother like, passed
2: away and Sarah Jessica Parker commented on it and then Saying she, I'm very sorry. Yeah. And she was like I don't want your sorries. I don't want your flowers. Like leave me the fuck <laughs> alone basically.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh God. That's thrilling. What's the tea now on there? Are they just still feuding?
2: No. I think it's squash now but like, people are coming for Pink now being like, stop bringing up an old fight. But like, she was kind of asked about it. So Pink isn't someone to shy away from confrontation anyway. And like, she's a bit of a, you know, she's very upfront. So I, you know, feels like- No, and you remember unf- all
1: her music videos? Like, um, LA told me you'll be a Gosh. rock star. And she was, she was fully dissing LA Reid in her music oh, video.
2: Oh, it's LA Reid.
1: Like years ago She was like Ellie told me And it was about her Getting plastic
2: surgery Oh and I then, thought it like, was like Los Angeles Told me I did
1: too before But it's no It was Ellie Reed She's like a lookalike In the video And then I she think. did like That girl Yeah and she did that girl That video Stupid Girls And it was like Mary Kate and Ashley Jessica Simpson I think
2: Paris Hilton actually
1: Was Paris Hilton one Or I was think. it like Lindsay Lohan And it was clear Like caricatures Of these girls mm. And it's just like you balls because if you go to like some sort of industry event, you're going to be right there. <laughs> like you clearly don't care because they're going to be sitting right there. Yeah. yeah. Or Good. do you know what I love? A man-woman feud. Oh. Do you remember Um, Christina Aguilera had one with Eminem? Oh, yes. She and did. And she presented them with an award while they were feuding. I don't even know what the feud is about, but there's something beautiful about that
2: it was no i know um what it was it was she was in his lyrics he said something he said look i'll google it yeah no it was about the lyrics in his song the song, real slim shady and she, he said but slim what if you win wouldn't it be weird why you guys just lied to get me here so i can sit me here next to britney spears shit christina Aguilera." <laughs> Better sw- switch me chairs so I can sit next to it. Oh yeah, this is so bad. So I can sit next to Carson Daly and Fred Durst and hear him argue over who she gave head to first. Feud worthy. That is a reason yes, to hate Eminem. Fred M&M. Durst was involved. I'm C- Carson Daly? How? No. If that's a fire starter for a feud, I don't know what is. I'm you team you're x Carson for- Daly
1: a Fred Durst.
2: Hear him argue over who she... Whoa! And I love Xtina. She's great. She's another. Yeah. So I just think with Pink and Christina, it's kind of like a battle of the Titans. Like they're so matched, like they're outspoken. It's they're like, not it's, afraid of a fight. It's like Greek. It's Greek mythology. It's like Greek mythology. Mm. It's, it's so on par, actually, to the Mariah and J-Lo one. Because, you know, the way like Mariah refuses to acknowledge that she's aware of who J-Lo is. And she's always like, I don't know her. I don't know her. Like, but what about JLo? I don't know her. I just love... That would be, to me, the biggest put-down. If I was in a fight and they are like, oh, what do you think about what she said about you? And just be like, I don't know her.
1: Well, it's like being like, you're disgusting.
2: Yeah, or everyone thinks you're a fucking loser. I, everyone thinks you're a loser. Oh, thank you, James, for that one. But I think I am like love following a feud with like my... Your magnifying glass. Ah, yes, that's it. I love following like a feud with my like notepad and magnifying glass and like inspector gadget trench because I'm just so, I think I'm quite very extremely bad at fighting myself. So maybe I'm just like looking for inspiration, looking for tactics, but like I'm just really not good. I think I go straight. When I get angry, I'll cry and I'll just I, I can never get my voice will shake I can never get my thoughts together like I'm not very measured I can't really represent myself well like it's kind of like my brain like leaves my body and it's just kind of watching from above like I'm really not I can't really hold my own
1: yeah who was it recently who called someone out on um this morning with some woman said she used to be friends with some she's some entrepreneur businesswoman. Yeah. And like called right being like, you know, I used to be friends with her, but you know, we're not friends anymore and she was like kind of looking at the television.
2: Oh. Imagine like, the
1: goal to go on morning television, being <laughs> like, I used to be friends with her, but I've realized she's not my kind of person.
2: Oh. See, I just, yeah. I just wouldn't have the balls. I just wouldn't have the balls. I can't TV. Feud. No. I can't fuse well. I
1: in music videos to last a lifetime.
2: Yeah, LA Reid.
1: La told me.
2: I I think I would just rather like sweep things under the rug, and let it burn off or something. I don't know, or just like pretend it's not there.
1: I don't know what I'd do if you're like celebrity.
2: Yeah, or even just like regular fighting. I can't really remember the last time I've gotten into like a real fight. No. Sisters and Mick aside, because they obviously call me on a lot of my bullshit. They don't but, like, count though. They don't count because, well, one, I need it, because...
1: Especially a sibling a fight. A
2: sibling. Oh, because they see you. They see through they you. They know. As well. <laughs> <laughs> like if you ever try to do something stupid or like get a weird haircut or buy like a, a mad fashion piece. They will cut you down and it's in your best interest, so it's okay. It needs to get like my mum calls it the kitchen pass. If you're making a a big move, you need a the siblings on board.
1: Yeah, they just can cons- they know you too well to
2: for you to try and try and pull the wall all over their eyes. They've grown up with you as well. So they have so many secrets, they've so many memories, and they're just waiting there to pounce but they know how you work they know your mind equally you know their mind and you are ready to pounce
1: (laughs) I know what stuff my sister is thinking before she says it 100% and she was like how did you and I was like don't ask me don't ask
2: me (laughs) And that's what, so, <laughs> that's what makes it so. That's makes it so beautiful, and obviously you get it with like friends as well. You know, like best friends no, and stuff like for that.
1: But you're, that's like your DNA.
2: Yeah, it's just there's just something unique about it's it. It's a je
1: ne sais quoi. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> it really is. So yeah, I think like the si- sibling. Um, it's not really sibling rivalry, but like sibling fights are just like. They know about your, like if you, whenever got like physical, like they know you've got a weak knee and they know to strike or they know that you don't like your pits being tickled. So they'll go straight in with the juddy little pincers, you know? Totally. (laughs) Not that I really get physical with my sisters anymore. I was
1: going to say, we haven't got physical in years.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of in our past. But like, I have like really tickly pits and then like the back of my calves or like the back of the knee. And if they go there, then I'll just like either squeal and run away. Crumble um, or crumble to the, straight to the floor. Yeah. Oh, I miss my siblings. I know. Yeah. I miss my siblings.
1: <laughs> <gasps> our, while we're closing, let's send a lovely um, hello to our siblings.
0: Oh,
2: good.
3: Uh,
1: Sophie, Hannah, Rachel, and David. A big hi there and hello from the <laughs> girls. We love you very much thank you so much for joining us this week we hope you enjoyed our discussions on celebrity branding endorsements how they are greedy and need to stop (laughs) and feuding in many shapes and forms (laughs) please do all the regulars please give us a message on Instagram if you agree with me thinking that the new Reese Witherspoon movie is excellent or with Clara thinking it's a pile of baloney
2: Yeah, Um, get get us on Instagram at SoFunderscoreLions or at Cabana. tell us what you think
1: um, I expect a lot of nice messages so
2: I expect a lot of be them.
1: And my recommendation for the week I've forgotten it was me who had to give one Yes I do have one It's niche It's a food product Going back to my Easter treats Yes Excitement <laughs> Ferrero Rocher Do these like crispy eggs
2: Ooh. In a bag
1: There's like a bag of ten There's no nuts in the middle So don't worry about Great. that
2: Great I hate the nuts
1: And they're caught like Yeah I don't love the nut. So it's called Frere Rocher. I think they're called crispy eggs. They're in a nice bag. They're very difficult to find. You'll find them in sort of obscure Tesco's <laughs> or a major, maybe a larger Sainsbury's. I'll find a picture and put them in the link, but they are the bomb. That's my recommendation.
2: Should you need a little treat. <laughs> and crispy eggs. Ooh, I think you might've given me one, but like maybe only even like half of one. Because I was rationing them. Mm-hmm. Maybe just the one. Or maybe I was allowed, like, hold the bag. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it wasn't even allowed any.
1: <laughs> smell, the, smell the bag you came in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: there you go. That's all you're getting. <laughs> just a sniff. <laughs> all right. We'll, tra- we'll talk to you next week.
1: Thank you so much, girls. Cheerio. Bye-bye.
0: Hold up. What was that?